Welcome to Making Music with Jay Cause, the podcast all about the creative process of writing and recording music. In this episode, I'm joined by Eric Bay, a singer-songwriter from England. We talk about his music career and collaborate on a brand new song that you'll hear in the end. We recorded this back in March, so you'll hear us talk a little bit about the spread of coronavirus, kind of at the early stages where more people were panic buying. So with that, let's get started. Enjoy. Today I have Eric Bay with me. How's it going, Eric? Hi, very well. How are you? I'm great. And Eric is from England. From what? What was the name of your town? Uh, well, it's the, the county of, of Our, Surrey, so Surrey. it's just just outside London, pretty close county. to London. Okay. So how far of a drive would it be to maybe get to downtown? Huh, to get into central London, uh, <laughs> depends if it's rush hour or oh, not. Sure. If it's rush hour, an hour uh, on a on a Sunday when it's quiet, probably half an hour. Yeah. So do you live in a pretty, is it kind of a rural area or a, a more of a town or what, what's it like where you, the spot where you live? Yeah, it's quite rural. It's quite, quite, um, quite suburban. Yeah. We're not, it's not like a, a, a big city It is a kind of a country town, but right. yeah, n- near big cities, near big towns. Okay. So I was reading in your bio, you started, uh, doing piano when you were about 10 years old. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, there hadn't really been like many people in my family who'd been musical. I mean, my, my granddad had a, had a piano and I think for many years I believed that he could play it better than he did because he usually trotted out the one song he knew every time we went over and visited yeah. him. So I was like, oh, he can play. And I'm like, re- realized years later, yeah, he can play that one song. I don't think it was ever really used for anything else. And uh, yeah, it was my, like my, my parents didn't really play, but their parents did. So my grandparents did, but never really saw them never really absorbed that so it was always I guess curiosity because I would always because they were Danish I didn't speak Danish as well as my uh-huh. parents so that's kind of what I would do when we visited when we visited them I would just noodle around on the piano while they were kind of talking Danish which didn't really interest or involve me so I guess it was yeah curiosity from that and also at school you know they encourage you to learn an instrument and I was like yeah I'd like to do that one so uh, yeah, they bought me a little keyboard and I took lessons and I've mm-hmm. and I've just always always enjoyed it and really taken off on it. So that's that you would consider that your main instrument then? Oh, definitely. I've yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I've I'm I'm self-taught guitar and I'm I'm not good great at it at all. I can strum, but I'm I'm yeah. not band worthy, you know. But piano, I'm I'm uh-huh. I'm pretty confident on. I took like you know a few years of lessons and I did the grades and everything. And I'm always been more of a play by ear person than a than a sight read. You know, I can right. I can pick stuff up, but if you give me the notes, I'll be like, okay, so that's C D. You know, it'll take me a while. So <laughs> <laughs> right. My daughter just walked in, so I'm trying to say Hello. hi. <laughs> this is Eric. Hi. This is Penny. Hi, Penny. How are you? <laughs> my, my wife's due to give birth in two months, so I've got all that to look forward to. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Is that your first? It's our first, yeah. It's yeah. First, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Do you know if it's a, a boy or a girl? No, we don't know. We want one of each one day, so first one, we're happy just to let it be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Nice. Tell me about when you wrote your first song. What was that all about? Uh, well, I wrote tuned long before I wrote lyrics. I kind of, yeah, ever, pretty much ever since I started, I got my first keyboard, I was writing tunes. And some of them have kind of found life as something a little bit more substantial later on. Some of them were just, you know, just a 10-year-old messing around on, on a keyboard. But yeah, uh, first song I wrote it was on, it, I eventually went on my first album 
and uh, yeah, it was a, a sad ballad just about you know unrequited love. And uh, but that was that uh-huh. was the first time I kind of finished the song, as in written full tune, full lyrics, and it was a full thing rather than just an idea scribbled down. And uh, can't remember what I you, I you remember the first, but I can't remember what came after that. Like what was the I can't remember the second song I wrote if you know what I mean I just uh-huh. <laughs> you, you remember the first one that you finished because there's a, a sense of accomplishment in that but sure each stage of it kind of came separately like first I just wrote tunes and I thought that's all I'll do I wrote tunes and I thought well I could write lyrics for them so I'm like oh so now I now I write songs I'm like well one day I'll get someone else to sing them then I'm like well you know I sang in choirs I'm I'm, I'm okay maybe I should try singing them so each stage of singer-songwriter kind of came you know like five years later you know so it wasn't right from the beginning i want to write songs and sing them (laughs) right and um so i i failed to kind of give you a proper introduction with your bio so you've had you've recorded uh two full-length albums three eps and then a whole bunch of a series of singles and demo collections and and do you know about how many songs you've written in total oh written in total uh or recorded or i don't know oh recorded like um probably around like 75 to 80 around there yeah but, but written i've probably written another another 100 and stuff and probably around 200 maybe even two, 250 oh wow uh they're not all finished finished ones probably about 150 but uh a lot of others that are half formed or i know where i want to go with them but haven't got around to finishing them so can, can you talk a little bit about your songwriting process? Like, does, is it usually, um, how do you get started? Is it something you're just playing around on the piano and the, the kind of the arrangement there comes first? Or is it melody or lyric ideas or what, what's, what's it like for you typically? Uh, it, it, it changes. It, it used to be, obviously, because I started writing melody long before, long before I started writing lyrics, I used to just write tunes. And uh, uh-huh. so most of the time it was tune first. And then, um, but as I've got more, used to lyric writing I kind of nowadays like most recently I come up with I have like little piles of like melody ideas over here lyric ideas over here and then I kind of at some point kind of sit down and go well what what could work with that like this little tune does that does that title kind of sound like it could go with that and then I try and try and put them together and see if something comes out of it so I've got like a list of like and oh smartphones are great for just recording you know just you're sitting around with a guitar oh a little idea for a chord change little idea for a lick it's great to be able to just record them now because right before smartphones i don't know what we did if we were out of the house (laughs) and we you know had an idea you had to remember it and you never do yeah so uh yeah i come up with snatches of either either lyric ideas or title ideas or even just ideas for what a a song could be like i want to write a song like that like if i hear a song that I'm really inspired by. I think they've done something really right. cool there. Like, try and emulate that in some way or another. Or sure. sometimes I'm just sitting around at the piano or with the guitar and just come up with something and just like, yeah, I'll, I'll turn that into something one day. Right. Maybe I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit, but do you have like a? Uh, I thought maybe we could play one of your songs in the podcast, the recording. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, um, you know, a particular one that stands out as uh, either maybe. I don't know, it's more meaningful to you or something about it that you could you could talk about and then we'll play it for everybody to hear? Yeah, I mean, kind of what, what I'm kind of doing at the moment is uh, I've done the three, three EPs that I've done. I'm uh-huh. kind of going in the process of going back to the guy I produced them with and we're going to like remix and remaster them and then put package them as a compilation. 
Oh, okay. Just so so now they need to be they need to be mixed and mastered together so they're consistent. But um, yeah, there's a, a, a the the old versions are still on Bandcamp and still on Spotify until I do that. So yeah. they're all up there. Uh, I guess the last EP I did. I mean, I'm I'm proud of all of them, but uh, I think the last EP was like a really good solid set of songs. So maybe one from that, like um, either one of the last two on there. There's one called the list, and then there's one called next time. This is from the fun fun sized EP. Which one? Yeah, the third one, fun sized. That's right, fun sized. And you said that which the list is the song. Yeah, let's go for that one. I really like that one, and <laughs> incidentally, it's one of my mum's favorites. She's a she's a big fan, but she she really likes that one. And that one was actually quite hard to write because I knew I wanted to have. Sometimes there are these songs where the verse and the lyrics have the same chord pattern. Uh-huh. And uh, but they've obviously they've got different melodies, and then sometimes at the end of the song, once you're kind of into the last bit of the song, they kind of play over each other. So like you could, they they kind of without knowing it they 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 interlock. So like the melodies kind of weave in and out each other, and it's kind of nice to hear them together at the end. And but it's very hard to write that because you've got to kind of write two songs at the same time. You've got to write a verse which leaves space for a chorus melody, and vice versa. And then they've got to kind of work when sung over each other, and right. and uh, but I've only ever done that a couple of times. But I think it really, really works on that one, and it sounds sounds really nice. So yeah, yeah, quite proud of that one uh, as a song that I wrote, and also how it turned out uh, production wise.
Beautiful song. Oh, thank you very Love much. It, man. Thank you. It's thank great. You. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier, but can maybe you could say that again about, um, tell me a little bit about the production process of how that came together with your producer. Yep. Um, Joe Lonsdale, the guy I've produced all my stuff with, he's a guy who owns like a, a home studio kind of thing, but he's a really good guitar player, mm-hmm. really good bass player, and he knows, you know, logic and the, the stuff. He knows it all very, very well. Um, yep. Came to him. We were in, obviously we were recording the EP, and it was one of the songs for that. So brought it to him, and uh, yeah, I pretty much just had the very basic piano chords because because I prepare the piano MIDI before I go in there, and he just obviously with that it's just chords. Normally my piano on my tracks is quite a bit more involved because piano is my main instrument. It's how I I usually come in with something a bit more than that. But I knew I wanted this to be very kind of you know follow that kind of same kind of strumming feel as uh my sweet lord by george harrison i was i was just yeah. thinking that actually yeah. so are you a, it's, you're a it's george what I was harrison going fan for. i do i do go in there sometimes with like a couple of songs i'm like i like this kind of sound like either this instrument sound from that or i'm going for this kind of vibe or whatever yeah so that was definitely a touchstone for that one and so yeah i just brought that in and uh it was very much created from scratch apart from that piano because it's obviously that's, that's quite simple so i think first thing we did was probably the bass and the workout the drums because that's usually what we did usually what we do and uh it gets more complicated as we go through but we just get like a basic thing in there just so we usually get the 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 nuts and bolts kind of backbone of it in there and then just gradually add more layers and then there's like some keyboard synth in the background like in in the chorus it's like that's kind of like keyboard strings and then Mm -hmm. just uh lots of layers of um of vocals and harmonies because there's quite a lot of harmonies in there uh, especially in the choruses and uh yeah he supervises all that and then it's just a gradual process of finding the mix you know finding the balance you know and making it all sound nice and sparkly <laughs> sure yeah it turned out great Thanks. so that that one you you mentioned you were going to re redo some things for the the compilation is that do you plan on changing anything there? Or are you happy with how it is on that one? No, actually, that's one of the, that's one of the few where I don't think we need to change anything. I think we're certainly not changing anything production-wise. It'll literally only be uh, remastering it so that it's consistent yeah. with all the other tracks. But no, nope, that one, I'm very pleased with how it came out. So that's staying as is, pretty much. Great. Um, and then, so you mentioned George Harrison, and um, we, we talked about the Beatles earlier. Can you talk about some of your influences and what's... You know who kind of inspires you? Yeah, well, Beatles are a huge one. Massive Beatles fan, and uh, the second, the other big, big influence would be uh, Elton John. Uh, that's mm-hmm. influence from my from my dad. He's um, he's always you know he's got most of his records on uh, L- on like on vinyl, and uh, I think Elton, well, no, without a doubt, Elton John is the artist that I have the most number of albums by, probably because he's done so many. But yeah, I, I think yeah. I think I've got about thirty, you know, of them. So he's, wow. he's yeah he's not one of these artists who I just have a greatest hits of and then that's it you know <laughs> there are bands that I really really love but I just have their greatest hits him he, I kind of went back and kind of like okay that album has got a few that I know is the rest of the album any good yes it is and he's <laughs> pretty much most of his albums are like that you'll know a couple that are singles but he's very yeah. his his quality bar is actually very 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 high so they're the two biggest uh other otherwise there's people like i did love michael jackson and um growing up you know he was one of the early ones you know that you know his his pop you know is just so likable you know especially i think you know right it's, it's um i really love jim steinman who did uh all the meatloaf stuff i just love that kind of 
unashamedly bombastic big <laughs> rock stuff you know Queen as well nice Sim- similar yeah. similar reason um, I really loved Brian Adams when I was when I was growing up still do he's he's great in concert I've seen him a couple of times and modern bands I guess um, a lot of people have kind of said oh your your music's kind of Coldplay-ish and yeah I, I guess oh, that, yeah. that's true I, I really do love love Coldplay and uh, well, partly because they seem to be one of the few bands nowadays that is quite piano centric like rock bands it, it seems to be not, yeah. not such a thing anymore but they're kind of keeping that keeping that alive the idea of a piano led rock band and and right. and the killers i really love the killers and brandon flowers solo stuff as well so right yeah that's kind of the top people that are my influences i'd say yeah there's a lot a lot of great influences you listed there so you mentioned the compilation are there other projects you're working on now that you're excited about uh well i've just done out of this i started you know um this kind of side project called Write Co, where I'm trying to write uh-huh. with, with other people, and from that has come one song with this uh, artist called Luna Keller, who's a superb singer songwriter. She's very young; she thinks she's like eighteen, nineteen. But mm-hmm. um, and but like 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 with you, I've we live in completely different countries. I've never met her in person, but we've <laughs> we, we we wrote a song over you know back and forth, you know, like Skype and emails, a song called Midnight Queen which again this was a real international production i did the piano and vocals on my side she did the guitar and vocals from her we got a cellist from new york to do a line on it and it was sent to be mixed in germany so it's been all over the place but that song we did together and that's being released as a single um well, from from as we record this next week, but by the time you get this podcast mm-hmm. out, it'll probably be out. So that's called Midnight Queen, right. and that will be out on all the streaming platforms from March 20th. And uh, so, yeah, so that's kind of the next official studio release that I'm doing because uh, anything else will be like home demos and stuff or anyway, if there comes another situation with someone like her who where we can record something studio quality you know separately like that it's been didn't expect that i would get an actual released single out of it but out of this little project mm-hmm. i just thought it would be a fun little thing to do but it was so great working with her she's become a really good friend and we kind of bounce ideas off each other now like with she's got a song i'll send it to her she'll send one to me and it's it was really really fun and it's a really good song and it's very it's kind of different from us it's a bit more i don't want to say gothic but it's a bit more kind of atmospheric moody ballad mm-hmm. and uh now it's really good and it really was an equal 50 50 writing she started off with it i kind of built on that she built a little bit more i built a little bit more and yeah both very happy with the end result of that collaboration great excited to hear that when that comes out and we'll i'll uh, we'll have a link to that in the our uh our podcast note, note, show notes, I guess, to, to, to hear that. So, oh, thank you. Uh, um, cool. Well, um, part of why we're getting together to here too, is to write a song together ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so let's fire up the song idea generator. Right. From the point of view of someone with an occupation you'd never consider for yourself. Okay. That's kind of an interesting one. I like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah gotta think of an occupation then uh, so it could be it could be the garbage man <laughs> could be uh, or uh, could be a doctor 
I was going to say, I've never thought of being a doctor, but well, especially now with what's going, I don't know what, when this probably won't come out for a little while, but right now with, uh, I don't know how things are with you in England with, uh, the coronavirus. coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, things are kind of, uh, over here. It's like, it's on crazy lockdown. Like, um, yeah, I mean, well, they, have, they haven't discussed, they haven't shut schools here, but everyone's panic buying, you know, stuff, which I don't actually know how will help them, but it's just, yeah. we're panic buying because we've been told other people are panic buying. So it feeds on itself, which is very annoying. <laughs> yeah. But we, we, they just shut schools down yesterday for us, for the, the kids for two weeks. And, um, they, you know, they shut down the NBA and a lot of concerts have been canceled. Anything with more than a hundred people is what they've told us to avoid. So and films have been postponed and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, there might be kind of timely something there with either a doctor or, uh, I don't know, something related to an occupation that's, that's important right now. <laughs> I was thinking about the grocery store. I so I went to the groceries last night just to get we were kind of low on just basic things. And it was probably 80% of the stuff was gone, I would say. Yeah. And there was no no like I found I I found like a carton of milk but it was some weird special milk and yeah. they didn't have like regu- regular bread or toilet paper or so I, I I was able to get enough things. So they were just kind of different than I normally would get. Like it was like pita bread instead of regular bread, or you know mm. stuff like yeah. <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. So it wasn't I wasn't too worried, and we got some some produce too. But um, I was thinking though about like you know people at a grocery store are in are kind of. Uh, kind of at an interesting position because you know everybody's like really excited for them to put new things out you know like yeah like when's the new toilet paper coming out and then some guy comes came out with a box of like so like orange juice for instance they were all out and then when i was there they brought out a box of orange juice in the or a case i should say and they were putting out new new orange juice and people were grabbing it so it was it's almost like you know the the guy that um the stock boy you know that's not a really necessarily a prestigious job but mm. uh in that situation he's like the hero because it's like oh yeah you got yeah. the thing i want here yeah i Thanks, actually, you know. actually work at a grocery store and it's been like that oh do you yeah i mean i kind of you know the the, the manager of the customers the customer you know kind of side of it so i don't really put stuff out a lot only when it's but i have recently with it being so mad you know it's kind of all hands on deck yeah. you know we put it out and then it's gone right away you know especially with right toilet paper we get a little bit in each day but then an hour later it's gone because people are kind of working out when we roughly get our delivery so they know to be there for it and it's <laughs> never seen it's i think we've had i think we've had the busiest non-christmas week that we've ever had i think in the last two weeks because it's just crazy yeah <laughs> So I don't know. Does that uh, sound interesting to you, or do you want to go a different direction? Um, possibly. I mean, if it's an occupation that you know we've never considered, I mean, it might not work. Cause I guess it's yeah for yeah, you. So it's yeah, actually is here. <laughs> so I I just thought maybe you I, when you said that you have some kind of personal experience with it. So well, I, I mean, I'm I'm um, we don't have to necessarily follow you know the the guideline of something you'd never never consider. I mean, I can write I can write about that with authority. So if you're interested in pursuing that we right. could do yeah okay all right uh <laughs> i've got both keyboard and, and 
and guitar here, so. Oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> me, me too. <laughs> nice. Um, what's your uh, role at the grocery store then? Did you, did you say you're a manager? I kind of do a little bit of everything. I'm mainly at yeah. the kind of the desk when you come in. You know where because you can you can you can because we're partnered with a department store. You can get stuff delivered. You know, like like a, yeah. other stuff delivered. So I'm 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 usually there kind of overseeing like when people when when the guys on the tills come in I'm usually like yep you're on this one you're on this one and then so I do a little bit of everything I also deliver sometimes which could also be yeah. an interesting possible thing to touch on because um, I usually deliver to mainly old people because you know they can't carry yeah. their own stuff and so far we haven't had more than than we usually do but we haven't had less you'd think there'd be more people who are either you know have to be isolated who have to need to do a stock up or people who are too afraid to go out to even do that so but yeah i just found it weird that that aspect of it hasn't changed when i thought it would but uh no kind of general the whole store i've seen every aspect of what's been going mad with it sure that could be an interesting angle the delivery Mm -hmm, yeah because um you know, you you could because you're starting to introduce characters into the story, right? So you're oh, that could be a thing, yeah. You know, you you go to so say it's an older person and it's a maybe maybe as a delivery person you've delivered to them before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's your been your situation. Oh yeah, they're mostly regulars, and, the people I do. And you could be, I guess you could be delivering to somebody who's either sick or. I don't want to get too morbid with it or whatever, but uh, no, but kind of apprehensive or cautious about it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or let's see. Or I could, I mean, it's, with the situation that we're at, it could turn into an angle of, of we could talk about fear or apprehension, like you said. Mm-hmm. Or uh, if there's maybe a more positive spin of like more assurance, like we're going to get through this. and Yeah, maybe kind of like a, you know, a comfort visit, like, you know. Don't don't worry too much. You know, life is still going on. You know, we're, we'll, I'll still be here next week. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That could be yeah. So that could be like the basis of the conversation. So you're the delivery person. You show up, and they're freaking out. And you you know, it turns into this conversation of, hey, we're gonna get through this, like you said. So, I kind of like that spin. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I'm up for that. Cool. All right. So we have a, a sort of a sort of a plot perspective premise I, is probably a better term. So yeah, let's think about chords. Yeah. Um. It's quite pretty. I like that. It's kind of pretty. It's, it's re- reassuring chords. It's happening. There. Yeah. Did you just uh, come up with that right now, just randomly, or have, is that something you've been kicking around that little lick? I did have that little little lick, but I got one, two, three, one, two, three, four. That's all I've got. Should you think of some words? Maybe like the opening line, we could it could be knocking on the door, mm. like I've got your delivery kind of thing that that opens it up. Is that? Yeah, knocking on the door. Mm. 
I'm trying to think of. <laughs> Been here many times I don't want to be before. too on the nose. Yeah. I've got your supplies now. <laughs> Knocking on yeah, the door. Yeah. You, you can be very, like, literally descriptive and it will be kind of okay. But, yeah, maybe keep it a, a little bit allegorical, metaphorical, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so a lot of the songs I've written, I found, like, I come up with sort of like a premise or a plot like, kind of like this, but then... Mm-hmm. When I write the song, I don't necessarily like write it, you know, literally. I I kind of talk about the sort of the emotions behind it. Yeah, yeah. And so like Otherwise. I have a story in my head, but that you don't necessarily hear the story in the song. You know, does that make sense? No, no, no. So it's yeah, more yeah, for my own inspiration. Saying, you're not literally saying, not, you know, pressing the doorbell. You know, Mrs. Yeah. Milling is there, and she's I've got her milk. Not, you know. <laughs> Not that it can't be that way, though. That could be fun, too, if we go that, that direction. But, um, but knocking on the door. Knocking on the door. What time do you usually deliver groceries? All, uh, all hours? Off, off, no, afternoon. So, like, uh, yeah, I usually do it like between like. So we could do something like knocking on the door on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I usually do Thursdays. I don't know if we're, we Thursday, can we, can, we okay. can go with Saturday. We could do Thursday. <laughs> you like that? And we could we could jump right to it like you told me you were scared but da, 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 da. Um, it'll all be over soon. <laughs> so, uh, we could say something was wrong but it will all be over soon. <laughs> that kind of sounds like a, a home invasion. I know you're scared but it'll all be over soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we know what it's I about. Can, I can hear that. I hear it now. <laughs> but now it's like listen to the happy song. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> Just do what I say. Nobody <laughs> will get right. hurt. Yeah. Here's your groceries. Yeah. <laughs> okay, not that. Um, <laughs> is there a, a particular person you know that you delivered you can think of that that could kind of be our character? Yeah, a lady who's kind of very kind of self-sufficient, you know, very kind of can usually handle a lot of stuff. But uh, yeah, even I can tell she's this has got her... A little bit worried, not so much worried about catching it, more worried about how it's going to impact her life, you know, like everything stopping, everything, you know, delaying, you know, being able to get around, you know, stuff like that. So maybe someone who's usually quite, you know, calm or, you know, got it together, but, but then maybe like sometimes people like that, they kind of need it more, maybe because maybe they used to being the ones keeping it together and then yeah this is like one of the few times they've they've actually needed maybe someone to actually offer like some kind of comfort or reassurance yeah i i I like those uh those ideas there that i think we could uh incorporate that somehow me maybe maybe it'll all be over soon maybe we don't have to get to that yet maybe like yeah knocking on the door it's don't need to say Thursday at me knocking on the door on a rainy afternoon 
Thursday always comes around again so soon, just because that way we get across that it's a regular thing. Now this this could be a if we want to throw a little change into the the next half of the verse or mm-hmm. we could go into an A minor back to the G. What was that? A minor then C then G. A minor C G. And then and then we could have a little more lift. Yeah. Yeah. Does that work? Yeah. I could tell from the look on your face you were something, something. You're something about you're holding it in, like yeah. you're, or trying to keep it together, yeah. or. I could see from the look on your face. It was getting to you. It's been getting to you. Yeah, that could work. Mm-hmm. And so and then we could say something like, "You wanna be strong, but you did. aren't so sure of the future." Future to you. It's kind of a, it's a yeah, push it's, or a, well, a push front. on the it's not, not necessary. Half but it's, it's a. Yeah. Get into your future. No, I think it works. It could, yeah. You Maybe just maybe just as simple as that. You want to be strong, but you're worried about the future. You be strong, but you You like that? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay, can we so can we go back to the beginning? We had uh, knocking on the door on a rainy afternoon. Yep. Third, what did you say? Thursday. Uh, Thursdays. Did we finish that one? Thursdays. Thursdays always come around so soon. Thursdays always seem to come around so soon. And then we go. I could see from the look on your face it's getting to you. You, what did you say? You want to be strong, but you're worried about the Getting future. Getting to ya and, fu- to ya and future. Yeah. I think we have to do ya if we want to rhyme that. To ya? Yeah, that works. And then, yeah, I, I'm feeling good about that as a verse. Do you like it? Yeah, I like it. So, uh, chorus. Mm-hmm. I was thinking we'd do the same chords as the verse, the, the at least the first half. The, yeah, because it's, and a, then it's a good we, hook, just the... the so yeah, I'm cool with starting with that again. And I was thinking we could have a little more of a lift, like da da ba da 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 I don't know if I like it now, actually. Yeah. I was just thinking because we mentioned the rainy part, you yeah, know. Yeah. There will be a sunny day again. There will be some sunny days again. Yeah. A sun, a sunny day is on, is on its way again. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well. Sunny days on its way again. You like it? Yep, that's cool. Yep. Something funny. about uh, cl- clouds will clear. Um, something with year. Yeah. <laughs> Sometime this year. <laughs> 2020 is a hard year. Yeah. <laughs> Might be a bit corny, but the clouds of fear will start to clear, my friend. I don't mind. I like it. Yeah. The clouds of fear will start to clear. I, yeah. of, I often curse myself because I, I, I do this sometimes when I come up with a, a really good line but then I'm like now I've just challenged myself or committed myself that every other verse or every other thing has to have that rhyming pattern as well and it's you know, <laughs> and I've realised I've set it up I've made it more complicated for myself <laughs> but I like that because it, it, it is a friend you know it's someone you know and I know it's someone so the kind of Okay, so here's what I think for the uh, chorus. Yeah. yeah. We do those two lines. So, um, clouds of fear will start to give my head, my friend. And then we, and then we go to A minor and C. So we're back to the regular line. So uh, two rounds of A minor and C, and then back yep. to so. Yep, cool with that. So the grocery man is on his way. <laughs> We got loads of toilet paper. <laughs> you could say something like, you've got everything you need, so it kind of hints at it, but... Yeah, yeah. You've got everything you need right here. What rhymes with need? Yeah. you got everything you need. <laughs> to feed toilet yourself. Toilet paper. <laughs> We could rhyme need with gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> need could be the, the second line, like something that, that if we find something else to rhyme with need. Something, yeah. Something, something, you've got everything you need, then back to the... Freed? Hmm. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. You, we could say these are troubled times indeed, but you've got everything you need. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was, I was circling towards that. These are troubled times indeed. Yeah, I'm happy with that. So, if you, we haven't actually, we haven't got a title for this song. Should the chorus end with the title of the song? Well, title could be something we've already come up with. Yeah, it's already in there somewhere. Cloud, well, see, clouds of fear makes it sound like it's going to be a sad, you know, a dark song or troubled times. But yeah, um, and we we could even we could kind of bookend it and do the sunny day line again. Mm-hmm. That could be the the title. When when life gets hard, there's a sunny day again. When when life gets hard, there's a sunny day. Day, or we could say sunny day ahead. Yeah. When life gets hard, there's a sunny day ahead. Yeah. 
I don't know if that's quite the word, but that's I think that's the message of what I'm thinking. How about hold on for the sunny days for the sunny days ahead? Like the troubled times indeed, but you got everything you need. Hold on for the sunny days ahead. Yeah. Yeah. What about if we add a so? So hold on for the sunny days ahead. Just a little connector word, I think. So hold on for the sunny days ahead. Yeah. Yeah. That could be the title, Sunny Days. Yeah. I like it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, I think we got a chorus. I think so. Okay. So verse uh, two. two. We've knocked on the door, saw the worried look on her face, reassured her everything's going to be okay. Where do we go from there? <laughs> no, I mean, does, uh, the whole song need necessarily be a bit about that one person. Maybe this could be a second person who's handling it differently. But then they both have. To oh be yeah. Kind of, but then they both have to be worried about it in their own way for the sure. cor- for the chorus to have a, a purpose. You know. Yeah, I like uh, I like where you're going with that. Maybe this one could be about someone who has been too scared to come out. So this person's obviously, you know. The way it works in our well, the way it works in uh, in my shop is you can't just do your shopping online and then have it delivered. You have to come into the shop to do it, and we carry it home for you. Like so. Oh. So maybe this could be because I've known there's a couple of people who haven't had it in a couple of weeks, and maybe they're too either they haven't been able to or they're too scared to leave. So this could be about someone. Maybe this could be the person who the song's singing could be worried about someone he hasn't seen and hoping. Like kind of sending the message out there to them, like the same sentiment. Yeah. But good to see you out the other day. Or if it's if we do want to go with a second character, maybe we change the scenery so like I saw a man on the street, so we so it's it's more a little we spell it out a little bit more that we're talking about a different person. Different person, yeah. Saw a man I hadn't seen in years. There are people I like I've that. delivered to that I haven't, I literally haven't seen for years. And there you go. Yeah, can't can't really can't really use fear again. It's a prominent thing of the chorus. Tears uh, near near cheer uh, around here. Wasn't sure if he still lived around here. Yeah, I think that works. Okay. Maybe we could have him. We can hear his perspective, so we could so we could start the that that next line with like, he said, and then we go into it. He said, yeah, maybe like how someone vulnerable like that would feel about what's going on. He said, do we want to give a different emotion from the first the person from the first verse? Yeah, maybe this person is, like, more angry or annoyed or bitter at the behavior of people, like, being like yeah. people being irrational or panicky. We could say something like, the, this town is getting crazy, or the... Uh... Yeah. People around here He said the people around here have all gone crazy lately. 
I think I like in this town. The people in this town have all gone crazy. Said the people in this town have all gone crazy. Sounds 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 like an old guy thing to say. Ah, oh, the people in this town have all gone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Now, what rhymes with crazy apart from lazy? Amaze me. People in this town have all gone crazy, and it's been on my mind lately, or something like that. Or we could do another rhyme with crazy. Could be hazy. Yeah. Never cease to amaze me. Yeah. Either one. What could it be a more general statement like human nature never ceases to amaze me? Yeah. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Might have to be a bit quicker. Uh, doesn't roll off the tongue well. Or I can just start it earlier. Human nature never ceases to amaze me. Yeah, that's not too forced. That's that's a. Uh, he said the yeah, because he said the is a, a lead in as well. So he said yeah. the people in this town have all gone crazy. Human nature never ceases to. That works. They both they both lead in, so it's not like one's forcing to fit. Okay. Um, do we need to write like a bridge or anything else in there, or what do you think for arrangement? I like that. That bit. Yeah. Then it's kind of a spin on the. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like it's a, been on the original verse. Yeah, so that's E minor doing not the top string but like the three below it. So Yeah. That kind of works. And yeah, as, as you said it kind of mirrors the the opening. And I think I don't think that that bridge needs. Do you think the bridge needs words? Because I think it kind of might might be just nice just to have the. Yeah, I was just thinking about that because that instrumental part's really interesting. Are you thinking we want like drums? Is that kind of what you're hearing for the arrangement? Uh, not like full heavy drums, but maybe some some kind of. Yeah, some kind of maybe light. Or it could be programming or. Yeah. Um. But I guess what I was thinking is most of the song, I don't know when it would quite come in, but we'd have percussion, but then uh, after the bridge ends and we hold out that D, we could do a chorus where we hold out the chords. So it's like... The percussion cuts... We just hold out the chords. Yeah. And then we could either we could either start the chorus over so it's like a little half chorus breakdown or we do or we could have the drums come in with that that you got everything you need And then um how do we end it do we want to repeat anything? Like do a. Uh, I think maybe, 
maybe kind of start the song and end the song with 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 the riff like kind of yeah i think we wrote a song now that eric and i had finished writing the song we recorded our part separately in our home studios eric provided vocals and keyboard tracks along with some synth parts and I recorded background vocals, guitars, synth, bass, drums, and percussion. I did the initial mix with Eric finishing the final mix, and the song was mastered by Joe Lonsdale. I'm really happy with how it turned out, and I hope it can provide some optimism for people during a difficult time. Enjoy! It's on its way again. It's on its 
That's our show this week. If you want to hear the song again, you can stream Sunny Days on Spotify and Apple Music. It's also available on iTunes, Bandcamp, and SoundCloud. I'll link to all those sources and the other music mentioned in this episode at the podcast section of jakehaas.com. Also, visit Eric's webpage, ericbaymusic.com, where you can hear and download more of his stuff. And you can congratulate him on becoming a dad. Back in May, his wife gave birth to their son, Thomas, and they're all doing well. Follow Making Music with Jake Haas to stay up to date on new episodes. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and help us get a little bump in the search results. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Have a good weekend. Don't panic, bye. (laughs) Bye.